I forgot I had to clap. Uh, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? You know, sorry, I got distracted by a quarter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that really sent me off. (laughs) It was like, it's a Tuskegee Airmen quarter and I'd never seen it before. And it's just sitting on my desk and I don't really carry change, but the two, I like didn't read the Tuskegee Airmen part. And I just saw two planes and it said they fought two wars. And for some reason, I thought it was about 9-11. <laughs> and then I realized it was not. Would two, like the Twin Towers, better represent a 9-11 than two planes? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't explain how my brain works. So what was I saying? <laughs> How I, how I am I? How are you? I was, well, you know, you know how I am. I was just complaining to Sierra off, off recording that. Why does insurance. it cost money to live? Yep. <laughs> Might as well just not. <laughs> Medical bills are very expensive and I hate insurance mm-hmm. is the moral of that story. Why do I pay money for you to pay money so I don't pay money for you not to pay money? For me to be on the phone to tell you to pay money. And then you don't pay money. Even though you said you were going to pay money. Like, riddle me this, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. So that's where we're starting. That's the energy we're starting with. I'm feeling good. Better hold on to that quarter. True that. I think also my problem when I'm sad about the fact that I had to spend a lot of money is that I want to spend more money. Yeah. I'm like, get myself a little treat. Yeah. Um, Which is not great for my budget. Does not help. Which is very minimal as a grad student. Yeah. Um, so here's my advice, and then we can move on from the subject. Just don't get sick in America. Yeah. You know? It's it's simple, really. It's honestly, I need to figure it out. For, for what? Okay. <laughs> don't have a stroke right now, Haley. We're not, we can't, you afford, can't it. afford it. <laughs> uh, the budget doesn't allow for this. The budget does not allow for stroke behavior. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't get sick ever. Uh, definitely don't have chronic illnesses. Oh, no, no, no. Why would you do that? That's silly. That is honestly the worst thing you could do for your uh, budget. This your is my financial time. health. For your financial health, don't have chronic illnesses or. It's just that easy. It, it's just that easy. Oh, so we're doing good. I need to write something down really quick. <laughs> okay. Okay. How are you? Did I ask how you? I think I did. How are you? Say it again. I'm doing. I'm doing good. <laughs> I got some. I picked a whole bunch of blackberries today. Possible. Being thrifty. 
Sorry, only- I love the blackberries for you, but I, I feel like my I need to look, look at something really good. Oh, okay. Anyways, structural soundness of my living situation aside, do you want to tell me a story? <laughs> I can tell you a story. I just gotta stop being in my room when I have the lights on, I guess. <laughs> Just, I'm just not, I'm not going to look at it. Because <laughs> then I have to dust, and I, I see the 9-11 quarter. That's really good for the PD Airmen. And I see this crack in my wall. Hey, and then I see hey. that right in front of my face. It's That quarter is a good thing, though. Because I need it. Because you need to it. pay for my medical bills. My medical It's really quite blue right there. How can we miss that? How have I not noticed that Please tell me a story. Please free me from myself. Okay. okay. This isn't a happy story. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Chose the wrong wrong day for this story, I guess. (laughs) Just just give it to me. (laughs) I'm so done with today. (sighs) Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Is that a hole in my ceiling, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God, it is. It's either that Your life is just dust. falling apart. Either it's that or it's dust, but either way, it's upsetting me in this moment. Okay, I'm sorry. Please just tell me this story so I can stop. I'm going to hug my shark and not think. <laughs> just close your eyes and let me take you away. To, to- a bad sad story <laughs> super true hey, this nightmare i guess <laughs> oh boy yeah so december 12 1985 we are in a kmart parking lot in spanaway washington i hate kmart <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate kmart i don't know it's just fucking gives me bad vibes have you ever been happy in a kmart <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. I just remember the Kmart in the hall in Alamogordo. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> really, it, it just kind of made me laugh all the time. Well, that's you. By the way, the hall in Alamogordo was the mall, except it was just one hallway with stores. <laughs> and they called and it, it the mall. It was like two. <laughs> one of those stores was Kmart. It was like two real stores, and one of those real stores was Kmart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It was like and then, Claire's. No, there wasn't a Claire's. There was there a JCPenney. There was a Claire's. Do not gaslight me. I know there's a Claire's. Okay. But, yeah, <laughs> but there I was, think there was a JCPenney, too. There was a JCPenney, because everyone got their their middle school dance dresses from there, and like Everyone's like, Everyone showed up with the same dress. And there's that one really weird store. Which one? There were many. That had like a lot of clothes, but none of the clothes were good. Yeah. What about the the weird like Egyptian museum that was always closed? I don't remember that, but I believe you. <laughs> Probably because I never went into it because it was always closed. I just never felt happy in that mall, okay? <laughs> and that's my biggest association with Kmart. I don't know why you didn't feel happy in that mall. The mall was a blast. 
No, it was all five star, all five stores, not five stars. <laughs> it's totally not five stars. <laughs> oh boy. A little food court. There was only one, <laughs> one like restaurant. <laughs> Literally. Love Al McCordo. Did it, I, love I didn't it. even know remember it having a food court. Well, I mean, it wasn't really a food court. It was one restaurant and there were a couple of tables. <laughs> but it was set up like how you would expect a food court to be. Okay. We are going too far into this. <laughs> Tell me about Kmart in 1985. Yep. You got it. Wow. Gold star. Gold star for Haley. All right. So 1985, Kmart parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Alamo Grown in New Mexico. (laughs) No, Spanaway, Washington. People are, you know, going about their business when it comes to their attention that there is a two-year-old just kind of wandering around. And so... Mind your fucking business. This toddler's on a mission. (laughs) On a mission in the Kmart parking lot. (laughs) They're actually the owner of the Egyptian Museum. I really, I really wanted to go in there, but it was always closed. I'm sure I did too. But it really didn't leave an impact on me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this two-year-old kind of like wandering around the parking lot. Eventually, employees and customers get her. They ask, you know, where are your parents? They have announcements. They like try to looking all over the store. They're nowhere to be found. Um, so she was taken to the police and temporarily put into foster care for two days. After which her maternal grandmother saw her picture in the news and took her in. Um, and so her, her name was revealed to be Crystal Louise Robinson. Uh, okay. She had, hadn't really said anything. Um, one, because well, she's, she's two. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not only did she not have a lot of like vocabulary, <laughs> um, she also was definitely kind of like scared by the whole situation and like shy. Well, yeah, she's too. <laughs> but when her grandma asked, you know, what happened to her parents, this is what she said Mommy is in the trees. That's it. Nothing that's about it. daddy. Mommy is in the trees. And daddy's fucking dead to me. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. So they immediately start looking for her parents, um, who are Diana Robertson. Didn't look before. Like I mean, they didn't know really who her parents were first. (laughs) True. Okay, fair enough. The the mommy in the trees was just meant to be a cryptic opener i'm sure the police were looking before (laughs) you never know they were just sitting around they heard mommy's in the trees they're like holy shit (laughs) check every tree in the state (laughs) (laughs) okay back back to the story mommy's in the trees Mommy's in the trees. And mommy is Diana Robertson, 21 years old. 
Oh, that's a young mother. I know. I could not imagine. I'm 22. And if I had a two-year-old right now, I'm yeah, bear, it's kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, she throws up. <laughs> I had to put eardrops in her ear today, too. <laughs> she just kind of yells nonsense at you. She does. That's true. <laughs> she actually, um, I was standing in my room and she was really offended that I wasn't feeding her an hour and a half early. So mm-hmm. she kept just slapping my leg. <laughs> So honestly, very equivalent, actually. Continue. Like, actually, you do have a two-year-old. It's I was like, yeah, I do, actually. So let's keep going on that. Except the only difference is I can leave my two-year-old alone for eight hours. <laughs> That's fair. And then her father was Mike Raymer, Diana's boyfriend, who is 36. Ooh. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I like you're like, mm. Wait, no comment. <laughs> it's just it's like the oh damn. I'm a- just I'm just thinking about ages really quick and when the pregnancy had to have occurred. Doesn't make me feel very comfy. Yeah. So it was figured out, um, or the police figured out from like kind of talking to friends and stuff that the three of them had set out that day or December 12th um, to look for a Christmas tree. And Mike also wanted to check some of the traps in the nearby woods in Nisqually river or by the Nisqually river. And I'm probably butchering that, but we're going with it. When do we not? (laughs) Yeah, that's just, (laughs) that's the one motif in our (laughs) podcast is not being able to pronounce anything. Um, so that's approximately 30 miles away from Spanaway, Washington. Um, so they searched all over this kind of area for clues. Specifically, they were looking for, you know, like Mike's truck because it was missing from the residence, whereas like none of the other cars were missing. So they were like, okay, if we can find his truck, hopefully we'd be able to like find him or at least some clue as to what happened. But they didn't find anything until February 18th, 1986. So at this time. That's a long time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't know what else to say. I yeah, I I don't know why I really had to blurt that out, but I did. (laughs) That's okay. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate your comments. Thank you. Um, so on February 18th, a motorist was out walking his dog when he found the red 1982 Plymouth pickup truck and Diana's body. Diana had been found and she had been stabbed 17 times. Uh, she also had a tube sock tied around her neck when she was found. Was it what's his face's tube sock? Mike? Yeah. We'll get to it. Or was it her tube sock? Um, there were... is very 80s. It is very 80s. What an 80s murder. <laughs> I love the theme. <laughs> I love the theme. <laughs> Lo- love that the killer thought this out. <laughs> I, I, it's just for me. I know it. 
there was also indications that her hands had been bound at some point, but they couldn't find whatever had bound them. And they weren't bound at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So there were like ligature marks around her hands, but. Yeah. Yeah. Inside the truck was covered with blood, confirmed to be human blood, but it was unclear whose blood. Though one could guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You'll, you'll understand why I'm saying like you would guess it is Diana's, but eventually you figure out you're not sure. What? You'll see. A note saying, I love you, Diana. Huh? Um, that Diana's mother says was in Mike's handwriting and Mike's I'm... winter coat. I ain't so sure about that one. So immediately, many people thought that Mike had done this. That's Um, what I'm thinking. But it's like, what is the percentage of murders that are by a domestic partner? I'm searching it. Nope. Okay. Oh, intimate partner homicide statistic. 20%. Yikes. In fact, research shows that women are more likely to be killed by an intimate partner than anyone else. That's and so messed up. And two out of five female murder victims are in- killed by intimate partners. Ugh. So, like, that is a very, very understandable. No, I, I compl- it, it is pointing toward that direction. And considering that even if you had no evidence and you threw a dart at a dartboard, you would be like, right. You'd have a one in five chance. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and for women, you have a two out of five chance. Yeah. Like, and not the worst. Yeah. Like 40% of the time they would be correct. (laughs) And with the evidence on this one. So yeah, immediately people are thinking it's Mike and there's a couple couple reasons for this number one the statistics like you said also the fact that his daughter was spared yeah he also was known to have a quick temper and was said to or diana was said to have bruises on her occasionally oh no and it's not giving him points yeah also Uh, like he's not there yeah he's not there they can't find him he had been arrested for assault and Diana had gotten a court order against him a few months earlier um, saying he threatened to kill her. Girl. But as December came around, they seemed to reconcile and were seen together again by friends. Girl, don't, no. Don't, Many point to the he, note. He's murdered. That's fucking, I don't know why I'm so like, I'm like, don't do it, girl. She's fucking dead. Like, Yeah, it, you already know what happened. Many people point to the note as possibly a kind of suicide note or saying like possibly, you know, Diana and Mike got into another fight and that Diana had threatened to leave. And this just kind of caused Mike to snap. His family says that while he did have a temper, they like admit to that he was not capable of murder. Of course, a family would say that. Like, I'm sorry. They also point out to the fact that he left his truck there. So how did he get out of the forest? And like, where'd he go? Um, And that also he left his jacket in the truck in the middle of winter. I would agree that those are the points I would point to more. 
that it was not him. Yeah. And so it was a it was middle of winter. There was snow on the ground. That was definitely Those, confusing. That definitely has to be explained to make like a good case against him. And you How, also have to find him. <laughs> yeah. And so since he hadn't been found, a lot of people just believe that basically what happened is most likely he killed Diana and maybe he wandered off into the forest and committed suicide. However, just, like, a clue surface. Two year old be like a freaking feral animal. Well, he left her at Kmart. Okay, that's fair. Continue. Sorry. Not that Kmart's that much better, but just like slightly better than the woods. <laughs> uh, however, a clue surfaced March 26, 2011, when a what? skull was found by hunters. A mile away from where Diana was found. 2011? 2011. Bro, what? Can you guess whose skull it was? It was, I forgot his name, Mark? Mike, you were close. (laughs) We were talking about him so much. I don't forget his stupid name. That's okay. We can edit that out. (laughs) Mike? Yes, Mike. Okay. So a skull was found by hunters um, approximately a mile away. Police cannot accurately determine the cause of death, but they believe that there may be some evidence of homicide since there was indication that the body was buried and there was no indication of a bullet wound to the head, which is typical to, of suicide. So the big also, question like- is, how do you kill yourself and get buried? Yeah, it's a pretty good question to be asking. <laughs> I mean, my only, you could like from the elements, right? Yeah. So some people argue that maybe an animal kind of buried his body. You know, they were in the woods. But police, like after finding the body, and they haven't given all of the evidence away because this is still technically an open case, say that there is evidence that points to homicide unclear what that evidence may be and like we can't ever well like we won't have the details we won't know. as long as yeah. it's open yeah yeah okay i believe the cops i guess so this opens a whole new other possibility as to what happened and specifically the possibility that there is there was an unidentified serial killer in the area oh and this oh. is where it gets juicy So four months earlier, August 10th, 1985, a couple named Ruth Cooper, who was 43, and Stephen Harkins, 28, had left Tacoma for a camping trip in the woods. Their campsite was about 15 miles away from where Diana Robertson's body was eventually located. Mm -hmm. So they went out on a weekend. They went to go camping. And when they did not return to their jobs at Tacoma Vocational School, following Monday, their families reported them missing. On August 14th, searchers found Stephen's body with a gunshot wound in the head. He was inside his sleeping bag inside a car, suggesting that he had been murdered while sleeping. Additionally, uh, their dogs has also been shot. No. Sorry. Ruth was found 1.5 miles away from the car and was said to have been killed by homicidal violence. 
Um, <laughs> that is the most indescript. Like, that's the worst description of anything I've ever heard. From what I could tell, I think a lot happened to her and that didn't get into great detail. But Probably it was further reason. clarified that she most likely died from a gunshot wound to the abdomen. Okay. Uh, she was also found, she was also decapitated um, after her death. After? Yeah. Okay. And she had a tube sock tied around her neck. No, not the tube sock. With a knot <laughs> that was very similar to Diana's. Wait, wait, wait. Did we ever figure out whose tube sock it was? No. Uh-huh. No, no DNA on the tube sock. Well, that is a predicament, isn't it? <laughs> Were they like the same pair? <laughs> I'm guessing no. But maybe. But maybe. So this immediately kind of makes people think, oh, these two deaths are related. Because we're talking just four months earlier. It's in the same sort of general location. And very similar MO. Very similar MO. Both of the men are dead. The women are found like farther away from the men. Very violently kind of killed. Whereas the men don't seem to be as violently killed. killed. Though, of course, we don't know in Mike's case. How violently he was killed or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this tube sock tied around the neck. But why did they just leave the, let the little girl go? Yeah, so that's that's another big question. And so that's where people kind of split on this. So some people think that the killer still was Mike in both of these cases. Oh. They say, you know, Mike had a temper. He knew the area. He had traps in the area. Maybe at one point he snapped, he killed those two. And then when he heard that, you know, Diana was going to leave him again or feared that she was going to leave him again, he snapped again, killed her, and then killed himself. Jeez. The other theory is that there is this serial killer that we have no idea, like, who it could be. And so... Some other evidence for that is there was a known serial killer who was in the area, um, not super close, but like about uh, an hour and a half away, 87 miles away in Brennan, Washington in 1986, named Charles T. Sinclair. And he's also known as the coin shop killer. Typically, his MO was that he would go into a coin shop, rob them, and then... What's a coin shop? Um, it's it's for like rare collectible coins. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I it was like, I thought that's probably what it was, but I had never like seen one. And I was like, can you be a whole coin shop killer? Yes, you can. Charles T. Sinclair was. I was like, are there enough coins? Coin there, shops? there are enough coin shops. Um, and then I thought maybe it was like the 80s version of a Dollar Tree. <laughs> I was like, we weren't at that level of in inflation yet. <laughs> we, we were at, in 20 years, it will be the $2 tree. It's already $1.25. I know. It hurts. Yeah. Sorry. 
Um, I was just, con- I, I don't know. That was not like that relevant to the story for my mental image. You're good. You're good. Were the, was the one couple robbed? No, but one of the things with um, Charles T. Sinclair, he did have this one random couple that he was eventually tied to by like a partial fingerprint who was camping out in the woods. Um, It was Robert and Dagmar Linton um, in 1986. They were just camping in the woods and it would have been a complete cold case if it hadn't been for that one partial fingerprint. And so now they wonder, could he have done some of these other murders? However, the MO is like not at all the same. Oh. But we are talking about this nomadic killer who was in the west coast specifically kind of like northwest yeah and he was apparently like a very just i mean if you couldn't tell from the fact that he was a serial killer he was a little eccentric um (laughs) he so like he had this like cabin that was full of all of the coins that he stole but then also full of like C4 and like bombs and stuff. What? It Yeah. So he, he was not in his right mind. Almost kind of like, uh, what's, what's his name? The Unabomber. Almost. I, it, it was given big Ted like, Kaczynski vibes. Reminiscent of that. Yeah. Yeah. Where he was like living off the land in this little cabin with bombs with bombs (laughs) so yeah some people think that maybe it was him again some people think that it was mike Mm -hmm. there was also this um strange instance where steven and ruth the people that were killed just four months earlier to the incident with diana and mike they were on the night of their wedding this random stranger apparently came to the reception looking for Stephen and he was like very upset because he wanted to settle this issue saying that Stephen had damaged his motorcycle and so he was considered a suspect in the case but nothing was ever found of him again oh okay so it yeah it's completely completely unclear interestingly and something that's been tied to the case after they found the remains of Mike there were 22 caliber bullet casings found a short distance from the big pickup truck um, from Mike's pickup truck oh but as you know Diana wasn't shot yeah she was stabbed so this raises the question of was someone shot there or were these kind of just shell casings from possibly a hunter or something like that. I was going to say, because this was a hunting area. Yeah. Because hunters found. But people point to that and say, oh, maybe Mike was shot. Yeah, because we don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's that question. There's the question of like, well, if it was Mike, why did he go so much further away to kill himself? And when would he have dropped his daughter off at the Kmart? So would he have gone before he murdered Diana? Even though you heard her say, like, mommy's in the trees. 
Yeah, which I indicates like... that he brought his daughter with him, killed her mother, and then brought her to Kmart, and then went back and killed himself. But there have been no other crimes in which a tube sock has been tied around someone's neck since that last one with Mike and Diana. That's so bizarre. Like, that seems like such a specific MO. It's such a specific MO. And I'm really confused, like, where the daughter gets dropped off at Kmart and all this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about someone who's, like, already killed someone else. And then it's like, oh, but, like, this little girl, that's fine. I'll, like, take her 30 miles away. To Kmart. To Kmart. Like, aren't there better places to drop her off at? I don't know. Well, even that, like, closer places. Like That's what I'm thinking, like, just even logistically. Yeah. And if it was Mike, why would he even bring her? Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of, I don't know, I'm like... And you feel like if the little kid watched the mom's murder, we would know that. Yeah. Like, I don't think the little girl would have just been, like, in the trees. hmm Like, I would think you would hear, like, she's hurt. Daddy hurt mommy. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, I know it's a two-year-old, but they're, like, co- like cognizant of their surroundings enough for that, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since there was blood found in the truck. So, like, no And if we're assuming that is that Diana's, car. not Mike's. Yeah. Yeah. And if he drove her in that car, that makes no sense. So I feel like she was dropped off before the killings, but that doesn't make I don't know. I know it's 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 a tricky one cuz on one hand it's kind of like it seems like it is a very simple story if it is Mike, but the more you sort of dig into it, you're like no, but that doesn't really, really make sense. sense. Yeah. I agree. That's interesting. The daughter really adds another level to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of surprised she didn't know more or say yeah. more than grandma at some point. Like even, you know, I'm sure she doesn't really remember now, but even like a few days after, I'm surprised that. Again, like mommy's hurt or, or daddy dropped me off here. Yeah. Or a mean man dropped me off here. Yeah. That's very confusing. But yeah, the only thing she ever said about it was mommy's in the trees. Huh. Like, that's almost the weirdest part to me. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a crazy story. Isn't it? It's just... I, I thought it was going to be like the two-year-old just appeared and had been missing from like two towns over and there was no way she could have walked that far or something at first. No. <laughs> No, again, it's it's a it's a dark story, you know. It's definitely sad, and it but it it, it just raises a lot of questions. And I don't know. It's one that I like keep think, thinking about because I'm like, like I said, you you go down one path and you're like, okay, well that makes sense. But then you think about just like five other facts of the story, and you're like, well now it doesn't make sense. I'm so you go down so- another path, and you're like. Wait, but now it doesn't make You keep, like, going back and forth. I'm just really stuck on the little girl not saying more. And you would think, like, after the grandma figured out that her daughter died, 
she'd be like, what do you know? Like, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she was questioned thoroughly, like, by police and by people who were trained to try to get information out of young kids. That's just bonkers. You know, she apparently, like, didn't have any, I mean, clearly she was, like, scared while she was in foster care because she was surrounded by all these people that she didn't know, but she didn't seem to be scared when she got back to her grandma's. Would you think if she saw something super violent? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She'd be terrified and have all these issues still. But no. Hmm. Well, interesting story. Very interesting. Sorry, it's a little Um, bit shorter, but no, it was a good one. It is a good one for sure. I'm definitely going to think about that. Yeah. Sorry, not my yawn. (laughs) I'm definitely going to think about it. (laughs) Just not tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we have a Twitter. Oh, wait, you didn't show me the pictures. Oh, yeah. Um, So this is Stephen and Ruth. A real mountain man for sure. (laughs) Here is Mike and Diana with Crystal. Diana just does not look happy there. That kind of made me sad. Um, and here they are in another picture as well. Well, um, there are also... Nope. Oh. Nope. Go for it. I was going to say a fair warning to the case if you do search it up. There are There is a photo of like the truck and uh, Diana's body. So just like a fair warning for anyone that uh, looks up searches it yeah thank you thank you for that warning um we have a twitter at mystery mtn pod we have a gmail mystery mountain podcast at gmail.com um send us send us your story suggestions yes please do or just say hi we would also appreciate that um and rate us and like us on any of your the blip, 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 blip. oh that was good. on the pl- <laughs> platform you use to listen to your podcasts um yeah is that is that the things i, I think those are the things wow <laughs> look at you go look at me you did great who would have thought not me not me So yeah, and you can join us two weeks from now from another story. A mystery. (laughs) Um, And we'll see you next time on Mystery Mountain. Bye.